Welcome back to Building Billions. It has been an incredible three days. We are just on the final evening of our couples mastermind here in Cabo San Lucas. And I just think it's so incredible to be able to take the time out to work on your relationship and to think through like, what am I actually creating while you are building a business? And I know most of this podcast content is all about and how do you grow your business and how do you create that financial success and what are you doing to push yourself professionally? But the, the marriage has to work too. The relationships have to work too. And Brent and I have started to put more of an emphasis on this recently because we recognize that in order for us to actually make it to the billions, like we have to make it. Like We have to be in this together. We have to be doing the things that are going to allow us to be the best version of ourselves, but also like be there. There's not really going to be a finish line, but be there when that takes place. And so I wanted to walk you through the top three takeaways that I had at this mastermind, and I hope you enjoy. Some of the key takeaways, some of the things that were going on at this couples retreat was the very first one I've ever been to. I don't know if you've ever been to a couples retreat before. It's a little bit scary, to be honest, because the intention of going to a couples retreat is improving your relationship. And in order to improve your relationship, you have to acknowledge that, hey, there might be some things in your relationship that aren't going the way that you want them to. It's not ideal. There's some issues. And so we had some amazing couples show up to this couples retreat. Not only was I helping part host, but also completely participating. There's a workbook that was just like so incredible, but I want to share with you like the main like aha moments that I had. So the first one was yesterday after we did the morning session of like going through doing question and answer and really diving into some deeper topics, we went zip lining and it was fascinating to me as I was greeting everybody who was about to go on the longest, scariest zip line that as I was meeting these couples, they were all telling me, one was saying, oh, I'm terrified. This is so scary. I don't wanna do this. I'm nervous. And in every situation, I kid you not, there were 35 couples, every situation, the other person was like, oh yeah, I'm excited. This is awesome. It's great to get him or her out of their shell. And it dawned on me that like, wow, the power of relationships really is that Somebody has a strength in an area and somebody else might not have that same strength, but when you put two people together and you push them towards a common goal, they're able to work it out and they're able to figure it out and move and be dynamic. And think of how many times that happens in our businesses. I know I work with my significant other, Brent and I have worked together for almost a decade now, and there are things that he is really strong and he's excited about, he loves to do. And I hate that thing. That's not my skill set. Brandon loves to sell. He is like the most natural, most incredible salesperson. That's not my thing. I'm not the person that's gonna be like, hey, sign the deal right now. I'm gonna be the person that's answering emails and giving structure to the team and creating manuals and standard operating procedures. And so when somebody has a strength and you might not have that same strength, and in fact, it might even be a weakness of yours, that's totally normal. And it actually, like, as I, as I took a step back and, and really was thinking through this, like, wow, how beautiful, like how incredible that we're not all great at the same things. Our business doesn't need two great salespeople. I don't need to be competing with Brandon on that. I need him to be successful at his area and me to be successful in my area so that we create an incredible team. You need your head of marketing to be great in their area. You need your head of 
operations or your head of HR to be great in their area. Like everybody has their own roles and especially in a partnership where you're married to the other person, you don't have to make that person wrong because they're good at something and you wish you were good at that thing. And you don't have to feel less about yourself because you aren't good at that thing. That, that was always something I used to struggle with. So anyway, that was my very first takeaway from this couple's retreat. My second takeaway was very early on, on day one, Grant Cardone is Elena's talking about just things that happen and come up in the relationship that they might just have minor frustrations or upsets over. Grant said, the number one thing that I always go back to whenever we're talking about something that's just silly and on each other and irritated, he says, I ask her, how's my report card? And he was saying in the context of school, like you knew if you're getting a B plus or an A plus or a C minus or a D or you're flunking, like you, you knew these things growing up, but in relationships that are much more complicated, you can be getting on like the finite detail and to use the, the report card uh, example, you could be like really nitpicking somebody on the one essay that they did incorrectly and the way that they use the specific words, or maybe they just made a spelling error, but you're just harping on the fact that they made the spelling error. But in the totality of the test, in the totality of the report card, they got an A+. They, they might have gotten one or two things wrong, but they're, they're doing great. They're above average. They're actually exceeding average. So when he asks her, how's my report card? And she's like, a 96. That's his way of saying like, wait a second, we're doing fantastic. I'm not 100%. I never promised to be perfect in this relationship. I never promised that I was going to be the most amazing husband all the time. I'm going to make mistakes. I am human. But overall, how's my report card? How am I doing? And if you're doing and your significant other is like, wow, and I can really appreciate what they are bringing to the table and the good things that they are creating and the life that we have, then you can kind of let those smaller things go and they don't have to be as hard and weigh on you as much in your relationship. The third takeaway was from my husband. We were talking about how to be in business with your significant other. And he reminded me and reminded everybody in the room yesterday, like, what is the purpose of your business? Why did you create your business? If you're in a relationship with somebody and you're in the business together, like take a step back and say, what's the purpose? And ideally you should have three different purposes. Your first purpose, the primary purpose should be creating the life that you want through your business. Your business should be able to create whatever it was that you originally set out to have it create. And if you get lost in, oh, I'm just over servicing the customer and I'm drained because I'm servicing them and I'm drained because I'm answering problems from the team, you've lost sight of what you started to do. The purpose of your business was to create the life that you wanted through your business. The secondary purpose of your business is to be able to create opportunities for team members. That's my favorite part of our business is the different opportunities that our team members have, the way that they flourish and prosper inside our organization, the way that they can start at one place and in such a short amount of time, be in a totally different place from a relationship standpoint, from a financial standpoint, from a professional standpoint, they've added all these skills. I love that. That is such a fulfilling side of our business to me. The third part, the third purpose of your, of your business is to be able to service your customers. Now, these aren't necessarily like, you don't have to put three as one and, and I'm not numbering them for any particular order, but just reminding that they're the three pieces. Like, hey, this is your life. What is your business helping you create through your life? What is it allowing your team members to do? What opportunities is it creating? And thirdly, like what, 
What do your clients do from a win standpoint? How do you make their lives better? How do you service them in a way that just totally transforms a problem that they have? And when you can combine those three things and remember every single day that this is why you're doing the business that you're doing. This is why you put in the hours. This is why you execute on all of the ideas that you have. You feel better about it because then your cause is a big theme of the, the weekend. Then you're acting as cause inside your own business. It's not, oh, I have all this stuff to do. Oh, I have all these emails and I have to make these phone calls and I have to answer these text messages. No, like, wait a second, hold on, what are we here to do? Oh yeah, I'm here to be able to create the life that I wanna live, to create opportunities for my employees, and to be able to service my customers and help solve their problems in unique ways. It's amazing, and as soon as you're grounded in that, as soon as you're like, oh yeah, wait a second, that was the purpose, instantly it's like, I wanna do these things, and I'm excited, and where am I spending my time, and how do I reprioritize, because maybe one of those three, or two of those things, or maybe even all three of them, are not where you're at right now. And just remembering that and grounding is, really helpful and it was like a little epiphany of like wait a second the thing that I'm short on right now is the business is supposed to create the life that I want I'm good on our employees and I'm good on our clients but maybe there are some things that I need to work through like this isn't really I'm not happy in the way that life is handled through the business at this moment so what needs to change and what am I gonna fix instantly so that I don't feel like the business is what's driving my life the business is helping continue to create and fulfill the purpose of the business which was all three of those things I would love to know what questions you would ask from a group of people that had been together for decades. That was one of the other cool things. They've, the most of the couples in the room, they had at least been together for 20 plus years, which started to like interest me a little bit because I'm thinking, man, how cool is it that these couples who already have had success from like a year standpoint, they're not like two years in or five years in trying to figure out how to make their relationship work. They've already proven that they could make it work. And they're still showing up to this event, being vulnerable, asking really important questions. So anyway, what would you ask couples who have succeeded in what you're trying to do, which is probably making your relationship work if you're still listening to this podcast, what would you be asking them? And uh, I would love to know what those, those questions are. So let me know what those questions are. If this podcast would be helpful to anybody who is working in a business together, Maybe they're a spouse working in the business together. Maybe they're a family member working in the business together. Don't forget to share this with them. And I would love it if you also did a review. That was three things. That was a lot of things all at once. But I think you can do it. I believe in you. Catch you next time.